everyone, welcome to HubShots episode 216. In this episode, we talk about deal forecasting, progressive form fields or progressive profiling and showing respect. You're listening to Asia Pacific's number one HubSpot focused podcast where we discuss HubSpot tips, tricks and strategies for growing your sales, marketing and service results. My name is Ian Jacob from Search and Be Found, and with me is Craig Bailey from Zen Systems. How are you, Craig? I'm well, Ian, ready for take two of the show. That's right. Now, listeners, we wanted to say thank you to those who've connected with us, and I've got a shout out for Jen from Toronto in Canada. Hi, Jen. Thanks for connecting with us, and thank you for the kind words. And we do hope all our listeners get a lot out of this show. So keep connecting with us. And giving us feedback, that'd be fantastic. Now, Craig, what have you got that's exciting for us? Remember last episode, I asked if people were interested in full show notes. Thanks to the people that replied and said, yes, they'd like that. So now we have that in place. So if you go to the HubShot site and sign up anywhere, any of those forms that say be notified about upcoming or future episodes, it means each week they get sent out on Friday mornings, Australian time. You will get the full show notes complete with all the links, all the screenshots, everything in the email. So you don't even have to come to the site rather than before where you just got that summary and had to click through. So I hope you enjoy that. I'm actually enjoying that with a lot of newsletters. I get the full content. I just like reading it in my email client, not having to click through and load pages and all that kind of thing. And the second part of this is because we're going to, I guess, be in more inboxes. We're trying to expand out the show notes to include a whole lot of bonus links. I read a lot of blog posts and articles during the week and I thought I'd just start sharing a few of the more interesting ones. So in shot 11 of the show, I've started to put in some of those links. We won't have time to talk about them in the show, but if you get the show notes, they'll all be in there. And so you can click through and stay up to date. And our goal is to build that out to be basically a resource on its own each week. Now, listeners, on to our HubSpot marketing feature of the week, and this is to do with progressive form fields or progressive profiling as we know it. And this is the ability to request further details each time someone fills out a form. And we talked about this back in episode 194 as an example to having a form with lots of form fields in it. Now, as an example, you can go to hubshots.com and you can fill out the notification form on the site. We have 18 progressive form fields in there. So if you think, oh, I'm keep kicking next, next. And Craig has done a great job where he says, oh, if you've got another 10 seconds, do you want to give us more information? And you keep getting the thank you page with the next form field. And so Craig has basically labeled this no privacy because we're trying to collect as much data as we can. So think about it in your business. Are you using this feature to understand more about the people you're dealing with? Is there a question that you can ask that will help you get a better understanding to help the person on their journey? Yeah, so that's right. So if you want to experience the joy of never ending fields being requested, Like I said, if you want to sign up for the show notes, any of those notification forms, they'll take you to a thank you page, which then puts you in this loop. It'll be interesting to see how many people just play the game and go through and fill out all the form fields. Maybe I'll keep adding. If people start filling it out, I'm just going to keep adding crazy fields just to keep putting them in a circle. Actually, what should I do? What should we add? I'll put in a little Easter egg there for people. So just keep clicking that submit button, filling it out and see if you get to the end. 
All right, Craig, on to our HubSpot sales feature of the week. And this is a deal forecasting report. And why I want to highlight this is we've had a request from a lot of sales managers recently who have asked, hey, how do I tell what's coming up? And so there is a report, which is not readily apparent, that actually has deal forecasting. And we'll show you heading out for the rest of the year what deals there are potentially closing in that month. So it gives you a good idea and you have to go, and this is a sales professional or enterprise feature, and you need to go to the sales analytics dashboard or the sales team productivity, sorry, and it's the deals dashboard and you need to select forecast amount, which is not the first thing you see. And then you'll be able to see that. Now below this graph, there is also a, data, which actually shows you by salesperson, what is forecast and a few other numbers. So I'd encourage you to have a look at it if you actually haven't gone and explored this in your portal. All right, Craig, on to our consumer insight of the week. I wanted to highlight this because I thought this is a great resource and it's from Google and it's Think with Google and it's about consumer insights and how to use Google Trends. And the whole thing was as behaviors shift and the way people are shopping, interacting with images, YouTube, searching, how do you actually stay on top of what's going on? So they've linked off to Google Trends and they've even built specific things like Google News Lab. And they've even built specific things like Google Trends related to the pandemic, where you can drill down by market. And they've done this with 24 local markets. If you check the link for this great bit of content, at the bottom, there's a download of a PDF and I downloaded it and I was looking through it. It was really interesting and it's called Navigating the Road Ahead, a guide to help businesses adapt their digital marketing strategies and prepare for what's next. It's quite in-depth. There's 38 pages. You don't have to opt in, but I would encourage you to go and actually download that and have a look and see what takeaways you can get. They've done it really well. And we spoke about this in the last episode of a really great landing page that Google had built that helps you understand how people are interacting in their homes, in their businesses, in the DIY projects that they're doing. And here's another great example of a great tool that you can use to gain more insight. Now, Craig, tell us the gotcha of the week. All right, quite a uh, interesting gotcha that we only discovered before it started recording the show because we'd actually put this incorrectly in place on the HubShot site and it relates to CTA links and you might build a CTA button in HubSpot, but let's say you're on staging and so when you're testing, you've built the CTA link and it points to a page on staging. Now, if you've linked it to a HubSpot page, you know, when you, you choose the URL, you'll get a drop down. You could say, oh, I'm going to choose an external website URL or a HubSpot page or meeting link. There's all these options in CTAs. If you choose external website URL, which you might be tempted to do if you're in staging, because maybe you're just starting to build it or you, you actually haven't got it in place yet. The problem is when you move from staging to live, that staging link stays in the CTA it doesn't automatically update it to the live link for the, the, the page you're linking through to. So we had that little gotcha. And so we actually had one of the, uh, in fact, that cycle, that never ending cycle of um, progressive form fields and the page, the thank you page was going to a staging link because we'd never updated it. Now, staging links will redirect to the live link. So it should all be fine. But what we found is in that in an incognito window, 
that redirect staging link was marked as suspicious by Google. It was getting blocked. So two solutions to this. One is, well, update the links after you go live. Check all your links. But two, if instead of using external website URL, you actually use HubSpot page or blog post, HubSpot takes care of that for you. So a little gotcha there. I've got some screenshots in there that highlight what I'm talking about and then how it appears in the CTA settings as well. Now, Craig, on to our marketing tip of the week, and it's all about showing respect. Isn't it weird that we have to talk about this as a tip, in, you know, to improve your marketing or improve your relationships? But the reason this came out is because Kamala Harris, as you know, would be in the news a lot, Biden's uh, vice presidential nominee on the Democratic side, and many people are mispronouncing her name. And so I was listening to a podcast and I was saying, that's actually really disrespectful, especially if you do it deliberately. So then I was like, well, I actually don't know how to pronounce her name. What is it? Because, and I won't say it now, because then I'll get into the habit saying it, but it's actually karma la. So you think of karma, good karma, karma la, karma la Harris, karma la Harris. So why am I mentioning this? Well, what the podcast exposed was all of these other sites and perhaps opponents of her deliberately mispronouncing her name and just the disrespect it shows. And I just felt it was timely to mention that as being not on. Show respect to people by trying to actually pronounce their name correctly. Now, just to be clear, I'm not talking about accents, right? So I'll give you an example. For example, Americans often pronounce my name Craig. Now, my name is Craig, but they'll pronounce it Craig. That's an accent. That's not a mispronunciation. That's just an accent. And when I was uh, living in Minneapolis for a little while, many years ago, they were all, hey, Craig, Craig, how are you going? And that's fine. That's an accent. In fact, I've got a Scottish friend who go, Craig, hey, Craig. That's not mispronunciation. That's just an accent. Okay. So I'm not talking about accents. I'm talking about when people deliberately mispronounce. So I just wanted to put that in there. Now, you then highlighted to me that LinkedIn is almost addressing this feature because we are now faced with, well, how do you pronounce their name? Well, what have we got on LinkedIn now, Ian? Well, now you can actually record your name, Craig, on LinkedIn so people can listen to how you pronounce your name. And it's a little, uh, what looks like a little speaker beside your name on LinkedIn. And you can go and do that on the mobile app, which is where I did it. And it'll put it in there as, a, as like a voice memo that people can play and listen to you saying your name. There you go. Check it out on Ian's profile. All right, onto our inside of the week, Craig. And I wanted to highlight this, and I thought this is interesting. Shout out to Ryan Benici, <laughs> G2. <laughs> this is in response to, I was looking at different marketing automation software as one of our clients that we were talking to was thinking about, well, what do we do, you know? Uh, should we be on a Salesforce product? Should we be thinking of... Active Campaign, MailChimp, where does it all fit? So I often go to sites like G2 to figure out, you know, how is everyone placed in the marketplace? Now, Gartner has similar quadrants, probably more for enterprise. And Forrester and, and all the big, yeah. And what was interesting about this one, and you can see, we'll probably tweet about this or put it on Instagram. One thing you'll notice, marketing automation is quite broad, and it shows based on satisfaction and market presence. 
and you'll see it's really it's a crowded market space, right? And we knew this was happening. But just even if you think, well, things like MailChimp, for example, you would think, or Active Campaign, you you kind of go, how is that anywhere near what HubSpot has in terms of features, right? But it's in it's in there, right? And so what we want to highlight is that understanding, looking at this quadrant and understanding where people are also requires understanding of the features in the product and how they relate to one another. Just by looking and going, oh, yeah, look, they're at the top doesn't mean that they are at the top. They could be at the top for a particular reason, but you need to understand the whole story. I think that's right because the G2 grid here is, as you said, market presence, i.e. marketing. So, folks, get your marketing. And HubSpot, of course, is master at it. But then it's satisfaction. So, it's not depth of functionality. You know, you're not seeing Marketo here. You're not seeing some of the big players. are not seeing Adobe, some of their marketing cloud pieces. You're not seeing that here. You are seeing MailChimp, who never struck me as marketing automation. I guess you can do a few follow-up workflows. And they, well, to be fair, they do call that automation within the product. But marketing automation means many things to many different people. And so an example here about consumer satisfaction being a big part of this. But as, and not that we'll have time in the show, one of the bonus links that I uh, highlight is Andreessen Horowitz talking about the new enterprise sales playbook and really how it's a consumer user experience playbook these days. I think HubSpot have been saying this well, that powerfully simple, or what was it? Deeply powerful? What was that catchphrase we were always It's deeply powerful. Deeply powerful, that's right. And uh, deeplypowerful.com, just a little Easter egg I'll throw in there. But it's right. It's making it deeply powerful, but also simple to use, as consumers expect. They want the iPhone experience on enterprise software. That's why HubSpot is a market leader. That's probably why ActiveCampaign is there, because you and I have both used it, and it is, it is very good to use. MailChimp, of course, usable as well. So, I mean, what's interesting, Craig, in this quadrant, you will see in the first quadrant, there is Adobe, there is Oracle. Oh, you're right. They are. Oh, way down on the satisfaction. Way down on the satisfaction, right? So, you think think to yourself, looking at this, like they're probably very feature rich. They have a lot more enterprise Mm. features, but look at the satisfaction of people's ability to use it is really interesting, right? And I know for a fact, like even today I was looking at Salesforce Marketing Cloud with a partner of ours. And you know what? It was really confusing. So it's just on a whole nother level. And I think this is the next, I guess this is the next, uh, what do I describe it as? It is really around satisfaction, isn't it? It's sure you want functionality, but it doesn't matter if you've got all the functionality in the world if your users hate using it. Correct. Or you can't use it, which was the scenario of one of uh, our partner's customers where they had the system and they gave it to another agency to implement because they had no idea what was going on. And I was like, oh, I can see your problem here. And I think they just felt that they had lost control. They didn't know what was going on. That was the bottom line. How do I bring it all and how do I make sense of all of this stuff without feeling overwhelmed? And use the tools that I have. That's really the, that was really the crux of the story. All right, Craig, on to the app of the week. Tell me more about Readle documents. Yeah, is it Readle or Riaddle? I don't know how to pronounce it. 
They need a LinkedIn little icon where they can say their name. It's kind of like last episode where we said, oh, it's a landing. Oh, no, landingy. Landingy. Instead of landingy, it's landingy. Right. We need something for, I don't know, is it Riedel, Riedel? Anyway, only on iOS, only on iPhone. Sorry, folks. But this app, I use it to listen to audio files. And previously, let's say you get an audio file, not as part of a podcast feed, because, of course, we use Outcast and other podcast players for that. Let's say you get an audio file. For example, our friend of the show, Justin Thang, sent us a preview of his new podcast, which sounds amazing, by the way. In order to listen to it, normally, well, how would you listen to it? Because I would normally put it in Dropbox and then just play it from Dropbox on my phone. But how would you listen to that on your phone? Well, he shared it on WhatsApp, so I just listened to it in WhatsApp. I didn't actually go anywhere else. Oh, okay. So, yeah. well, I, I didn't even think to do that. But you can't speed it up. I mm. want to listen because yeah, I listen right. to all my podcasts at 1.5, 1.75, right? Well, with Riedel or Riedel documents, you can. You can get all your files in there and you can just play it. It'll remember where you got up to so it doesn't restart over. So, it's a really nice audio player experience. Maybe there's better ones and maybe I'm – using square peg in a round hole to achieve this here with this app. But in case other people are facing that challenge, I recommend this app. And listeners, let us know, is there a recommended Android app to use as well so that we can share that on the show? You know what's funny, Craig? And I have heard of Riatl documents. I just never thought I would be listening to some audio in there like you have just done at a variable speed. So it's really interesting. And I think I'm going to go give it a try after this. And uh, see what it can do. I'll just tell you, it's free. Couldn't believe it. All right. Resource of the week, Craig. A hat tip to Martin for alerting us to this. You know, we've been going backwards and forwards about site speed and follow-ups. Well, he sent through this link on how HubSpot improved their site speed. So check that out. They basically deferring scripts and images and also removing a few things like CSS that was unnecessary and animations just made their site speed improve dramatically. Check out the full post. All right, Craig, on to our quote of the week. And this is from Tim Ferriss's Tool of the Titans book, The Tactics, Routines and Habits of Billionaires, Icons and World-Class Performers. And it says, learn the rules like a pro so you can break them like an artist. And that's from Pablo Picasso. How are you going to apply that into your life, Ian? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, in a marketing and a sales perspective, I thought, well, I need to learn the rules like a pro and then I can break it all, Craig. Well, that's true. You can't, you can't really – and I think by break, you mean mix and match in a way. It's almost combine things from different fields. You've got to learn them all first before you can proficiently mix. It was like your analogy last week, Craig, about uh, karate and taekwondo <laughs> and all sorts of things. Anyway, I digress. Listeners, there are a lot of bonus links in the show, so please go to hubshots.com and subscribe for the show notes, which you can now get the entire show notes in your inbox every week. And again, please connect with us on LinkedIn, Craig and myself. Please leave us a note that you listen to the show. And as always, the offer is open. If you need help with anything or you're feeling stuck, you need feedback on a podcast episode, please hit us up and we'll be glad to help you guys no matter where you are. And again, thanks for listening. And until next episode, Craig. Catch you later, Ian. Hey there. Thanks for listening to this episode of HubShots. To get the latest show notes, HubSpot tips and marketing resources, sign up at hubshots.com. You can also book time with us to help you grow better. 
with HubSpot. Go the extra.